toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you so much again for tuning in this week. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Brenda Carey, and we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey, and this is our segment called Speak the Love. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters for allowing this weekly conscious conversation, and we are so grateful for all the support we have received with monthly donations on Patreon, the five-star written reviews on iTunes and Spotify, and the connection within our Awakening Souls Facebook community. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. And if you like what you hear, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to invite you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that's keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself, And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. Our Speak the Love topic is going to be centered around relationships as a mirror or as a reflection of what is within ourselves. I'll be honest, this is probably one of the best ways we can learn about ourselves is through other people. I mean, we are energetically designed to be with other people. We're not meant to be isolated. Um, We've known that as a result of some of the the pandemic experiences. When we do isolate, uh, we can just go through such a negative downward spiral. And one of the ways that I think we can really notice something within ourselves is with other people. And yes, with people that we like and that we get along with and have great conversations with, um, such as Stacey and I, we can talk about you know, enlightened conversations all day long. Uh, And there are also the people 
that can trigger us by what they speak about. And so I recently was with a woman, just going to keep her anonymous, that we were having a conversation and I was sharing with her just some struggles I was having with my business and how to build relationships and, you know, within my business and, and grow and feel really good about it. And I was explaining this to her. And this is a woman that doesn't have any business experience whatsoever and came back with a lot of basically unsolicited advice. I wasn't actually asking for her business advice because that was actually something out of her expertise. I was just expressing some frustration and just confusion, didn't have clarity. And she came back with, well, you should do this and you should do that. And you should, and have you done this? And it came, it came off as just very critical. And it also came off as, well, you're doing that wrong and you should be doing this instead. And I just really took it on personally, even though I realized in, in her situation, she was trying to be helpful. Um, but I was taking on this unsolicited advice and I thought, oh my gosh, this is driving me crazy. I'm never going to speak to this woman again. I was getting just so upset as to why she was treating me like that. And in hindsight, after I had had some time away from her and realized the voice that she was speaking to me with was actually a reflection of my own voice. Like I basically was just hearing myself, but with somebody, you know, but from somebody else. And I think it was so triggering to me because I'm like, oh, she's basically just repeating my own self-doubt on what to do in my business and all the shoulds and should nots were things that I was kind of already processing within myself. But it's interesting that I heard it through another person. So I look at it as in maybe some ways, that's what I needed to hear. And instead of approaching growing my business from a very self-critical, perfectionistic kind of way of should and should not, uh, maybe I just look at it from a more, how can I be of service and offer and coming from a more loving place? And what am I excited to do as opposed to this more, oh yeah, I would have to say negative, <laughs> a negative outer outcome of all the things I should or should not be doing. So relationships as a mirror. Sometimes we don't always recognize the voice within ourselves. So universe provides us with a person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at it now. At the time, it was really frustrating. But in, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, that's what I needed to hear. I needed to almost hear my own voice of what was going on internally so I can begin to shift that and create what I do want. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And how empowering is that really, you know, when we can make that shift, you know, and, and recognize that we're not victims of other people and people, you know, I really come from the perspective that everyone has the best intentions. And they might be doing things in their life because they're coming from their own lens. They're coming from their perspectives, right? right? And so when they're sharing experiences or maybe they do something, they're, they're just basically living their life, right? And I'm on the receiving end of that. And how is that, you know, how am I internalizing that? And how does that affect me 
you know, and so when I can look at that and really feel into that, that's where the mirror can come in, right? Because they are just reflecting back to me what I'm still needing to learn and grow from. And one thing, you know, I was recently kind of playing, not playing, but I was, I don't know, like this person entered my life and was triggering some of these old patterns that I had to become aware of. And, you know, one of them was because this person happened to be of the masculine or, you know, masculine gender. And so I was going to this, or I was in my mind, in my, in my energy body, there was like this sense of needing maybe to be seen or heard, you know, or approval. And, and so there was, and I had to really look at that and like, what is this about? right? Because I didn't really want their approval, but I felt it in my energetic body. I was like, okay, there's still a wound there that I need to, to look at. And, you know, and, and historically there's been this energy of maybe needing the masculine, you know, and I think it goes all the way back to, you know, childhood and even past lives, because I do think there's some past life energy of of that. And, and I I did actually have a past life regression, which I won't get too deep into at this moment, you know, but I had to really look at that. Okay. And so what was that about? And I had to go within and look at the energy of needing this approval of the masculine energy. And, you know, and as a, as a woman, I think sometimes we can get conditioned in our culture to reach to the masculine for the answers because that's how there's been this shift of energy and you know but i think things are shifting now but there's been this hierarchy or that energetic exchange and the masculine has been louder for many centuries right it's just been the way it is and women have been a little bit more submissive you've seen it culturally and systemically as we've been raising our voices, you know, since the 50s and 60s, and we're, we're, you know, we've been getting louder, but now we're, we're coming to this place of this equality and, you know, recognizing that there's a balance of masculine and feminine energy. And so we're finding our place in that world and things are becoming a little bit more clear, a little bit more open. And I'm just seeing that on a, on a systemic level, but it's also, you know, really trickling into me as an individual. And it's, it feels like it's like another layer of healing for me. And so I had to really look at that and energetically, one, tap into where was I seeking that outside approval? Where did I need to Mm. look at that? And what was I really searching for? And where did I need to cut that cord to this person and what showed up for me as I was starting to cut cords. And if if you're not familiar with cord cutting, it's really like, you know, tuning into your body and imagining, you know, where you might still be connected to the person on the outside that is showing up for you in your life. And then, you know, is there a cord and where where you might feel that in your body? And then energetically cutting that, you know, imagine yourself cutting it with an imaginary scissors, or sometimes you might imagine 
Archangel Michael coming in with his sword or even pulling the cord. Imagine pulling the cord from your body and giving their energy back and imagining that that cord dissolving. And so that can be a really powerful practice. And so say, that's, that's one of the more powerful practices I've done when creating like relationship boundaries. Hmm. Like I think, you know, like you mentioned, we envision like cutting this energetic cord because we're all intertwined with one another. And some of those energetic cords we do want to keep, but then some of them we know, like we need to let this go. We need to let this release in order for our own, I mean, self-preservation, freedom, whatever you want to call it. Like we know that letting this person go and cutting the cord is ultimately going to be for our, our personal benefit. Hi, this is Stacey Musial of Be The Love Podcast, and we're here talking about the Magic Mind Challenge. They're doing some amazing things with the help of reforestation in the Amazon rainforest. And when you join the challenge with us, you can help too, because they convert your views into money for the rainforest. And this is Brenda Carey, also of Be The Love Podcast. And if you join us on this challenge, which if you go to our link in the show notes, you can find the code BELOVE14 and you take these green productivity shots that are amazing for your body and your mind. It has given me a boost of energy in the morning. I would highly recommend making it into like a latte. This morning, I did a non-dairy milk with the shot in there. Super yummy, really good. Doesn't taste like most green shots and we know what those could taste like at times, but it's got a really great flavor. It's got a lot of adaptogens and nootropics and it is meant to just crush your day. So please join us, magicmind.com forward slash 14 days of magic, hashtag join us. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is for our personal benefit. And then we get to own our energy back, right? Because yes. then this person isn't, you know, impacting us like they did. And what, what showed up for me was a lot of masculine energy in my life that I was, you know, maybe needing or, you know, at that time in my life, feeling like I needed approval. And they were just mirroring back to me what I was maybe not secure with within myself because I didn't feel mm. like I could, I had the answers or I, I could, was confident in the answers without seeking that approval. And so I had to take my energy back and then fill that space energetically with my own confidence. And that, that was the healing process. So the masculine energy that was showing up in my life, they were just mirroring back to me what I had to really create for myself and own and step into my own authentic truth and power. Mm, I love that story. That's really powerful. And I'm, I'm so glad you brought up that, you know, energetic practice of cutting cords uh, with people. I think that's probably, at least for me, that's been a really powerful, like I make it like a visualization. Like I see this bright cord. Usually for me, it's from my solar plexus. It's from my navel because that's seat of empowerment energy. And it, it usually comes from there. Sometimes it's from the heart or sometimes from my third eye. But I feel like when I cut that cord around solar plexus energy, it just releases what no longer serves me. That I liked how you mentioned the masculine energy that was, you know, 
being released, like you have, you have that confidence within yourself. And I've had also a similar, you know, I, I come from a lineage of women who have been abused. And although that's not my personal experience, I'm very grateful for that. It's still very much so on a very energetic level. So I've had mm -hmm. to, you know, cut cords with this idea of that someone outside of me is going to have the right answer for mm -hmm. me. For me, that came in the form of well-meaning doctors, like, because I came from, you know, uh, the idea that I we just do what the doctor tells you, don't question it. Mm -hmm. And in my case, they were all male doctors. That's just the way how it kind of rolled out. So for me, I had to really cut those cords and realize, you know what, I have my own healing answers within. I don't have to rely on an old system of just listening to what this person is saying about my body. Like I can make my own choices. Mm -hmm. uh, and so cutting that cord, it's scary though. So for the listeners out there, it's like, oh, like, what do you do after you cut the cord? And, and I have to admit it, I actually initially didn't feel like super free or empowered. Initially, I was like, I am scared. Like, what do I do now? This is like new territory. I've been told since little, just do what the doctor says, follow, you know, follow the orders. And I did it and I cut that cord. I cut that relationship. And now it's like, oh, I've got to really seek within and rely on my own intuition. And it's there but it's building into trusting that again. So different kind of relationship, but still has that similar feel of looking outside of ourselves to whether it's fill a void or something that hasn't been fully healed yet. And I think that's where relationships can provide us that opportunity, not always easy, but can provide us an opportunity to heal within ourselves. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what, is really important with that is, you know, after we cut the cord, it can be scary to step into that, right? So we're, mm -hmm. we're recognizing the energetic exchange that we're having with someone, or maybe we're, you know, receiving this energy, or, you know, and it's a back and forth, right? And so once we cut the cord, and we're opening up to the message and the healing that needs to happen within ourselves, I think it is important to sit with what is left within ourselves because mm -hmm. when we let something go right it's important to replace it with something and so think about like you said where do you feel that in your body you said you know you might feel it in the third eye for me it's like either my solar plexus my root my heart chakra sometimes my throat so i'm you know cutting those cords from those places but what does that need to be filled? You know, is that approval? So like for me, it was like my solar plexus, right? I have this like personal power here. And so I had to take time to, you know, fill that, you know, that hole that that cord left, right? So I filled it with this beautiful light energy that was embodied with self-confidence and deeper inner knowing and you know, so I filled that space, but then I also felt into that. And so once I, I felt into that and I allowed that process to happen, it was, it became a more embodied experience. So it wasn't just leaving this void for me. And I know that takes practice and it takes time. And, you know, sometimes we have to keep doing it for a little bit of time, right? It, it takes that persistent and consistent practice. But the more we do it, the more we're going to 
really be able to fill that void and step into what that is we need healing in, you know, because, you know, now that we've looked at that other person, right, we can't blame that person. And, you know, we can only strengthen what's already within us and that what we want to strengthen as we're healing. Yeah, I love that. I mean, relationships are are such a great way to, especially when we start to notice like certain patterns in our relationships, because that's something that we are attracting and not mm-hmm. always consciously are we doing this. It can be very subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think women in particular, those who identify as women, you know, as caretakers or high empathy, we tend to attract people that need help. And so then we find ourselves like attracting all these rather needy people. I went through a season of like, I, and I do genuinely love to help people, especially, you know, as an energy healer in holistic lifestyle practices, like, cause I want people to be healthy and well and vibrant and feel amazing. And I was also looking as help as almost validating myself. And that became an issue, right? Because then I was attracting all these people with lots of problems that had a lot of neediness. And yes, I could help them. However, at the expense of like, I just kept giving and giving. And so I really needed to learn some relationship boundaries. Mm -hmm. And so that was a great way for me to look at like, huh, there's this trend of relationships that I'm attracting in. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Instead of playing the victim, like, oh my gosh, I just keep getting these needy people. What am I going to do? But just looking at it from a more empowering perspective of like, hmm, Mm -hmm. like what can I learn from these individuals, because they're just doing the best that they know how, as am I, and what can I do so I don't feel so drained Mm -hmm. by the people that come into my life. Mm -hmm. And so another way just to kind of look at relationships as mirrors, when you start to notice trends Mm -hmm. of certain characteristics of people, what is that saying about about ourselves? Not so much the other person, but kind of drawing it inward and being like, hmm, what can I learn from these people that keep coming in? I, yeah, I couldn't agree more because like, uh, I think relationship patterns are a big thing to, to look at. And I think we could talk all day about that. And actually, you know, I would love to do another episode on just relationship (laughs) patterns, (laughs) you know, and what that really means and and how we can, you know, start to become more aware of them and shift them. I know I've have, um, you know, some relationship patterns that I've been looking at recently, and I would love to just have a deeper conversation about that. Maybe uh, on our schedule, that one in the next time. (laughs) Yeah. Next speak the love. Let's do it. And if you are interested in Stacy's book, Your Empowered Soul, A Natural Pathway to Healing Anxiety and Depression, you can find that on Amazon. And I offer holistic lifestyle coaching. I've got a free video series called Journey to Abundant Energy. You can find that on my website and our links are in the show notes. And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes, or liking us on Facebook. And please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with special guest interviews and speak the love conscious conversations with your co-host, myself and Brenda. A monthly donation of $2.22 or $5.55 really helps us with the operating costs of this podcast 
so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays and Thursdays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining. <laughs>